For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dudici. You're listening to Daybreak. Former President Donald Trump has been acquitted for a historic second time in the Senate. Myanmar continues to face challenges to its democracy, and protesters in Princeton are demanding a more democratic university. It's Monday, February 15th. In Princeton, protesters gathered outside Nassau Hall on Saturday to demand the university extend testing, contact tracing, and vaccination programs to residents of Princeton, not just those affiliated with the university. They also demanded the democratization of university decision-making surrounding COVID. The protests organized by Princeton Mutual Aid, Unidad Latina and Action, Princeton Anti-Austerity Coalition, and Princeton Graduate Students United attracted about 100 participants. Speeches and chants were delivered in both English and Spanish to reflect the multilingual crowd assembled. The university administration has stated that test licensing restrictions prevent it from extending test protocols. On Saturday, former President Donald Trump was acquitted in a Senate impeachment trial over his role in inciting the January 6th Capitol attack. After a week-long impeachment process, seven Republican senators and all 50 Democrats and independents voted in favor of convicting Trump, following just 10 shorts vote of the supermajority needed for conviction. After the acquittal, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who voted against conviction, agreed that Trump had been responsible for the attack on the Capitol. However, he claimed that it is unconstitutional to impeach a public official that has already left office, despite arguments from the prosecution that this essentially amounts to a January exception, where sitting presidents are free to commit crimes in their last few weeks in office so long as they leave office before the impeachment process can be completed. In the long term, the result of the trial is that Trump is eligible to run again for president in 2024 if he so chooses. In Myanmar, armored vehicles took to the streets yesterday as the military, which seized control of the country two weeks ago, prepares to crack down on civil unrest and public opposition to their power grab. These moves were accompanied by an internet shutdown across the country, and shots were fired at protesters in the northern state of Kashin. The US, UK, and EU released a joint statement calling for the military to, quote, refrain from violence against the protesters, and three days ago President Biden imposed sanctions on the top generals that carried out the coup. In other headlines, the first images of Mars taken and transmitted by the United Arab Emirates Hope satellite have been received on Earth. The spacecraft entered orbit around the Red Planet on Tuesday, making the UAE the first Arab country to establish a scientific presence around Mars. In Guinea, public officials declared an Ebola epidemic in the country after three individuals died from the virus. These are the first Ebola deaths in the country since 2016, though officials have stated that they'll obtain newly developed vaccines through the World Health Organization. Sunday also marked the third anniversary of the tragic mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Speaking about the incident, President Biden called on Congress to pass, quote, common sense gun law reform. If you're in the Princeton area today, you can expect a cloudy afternoon with a 50% chance of rain and a high of 34 degrees. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by David Malevsky and Eli Costa and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme is composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Tudici. Have a wonderful day.